Hey guys, this is Billy with King Oil & Co. This is Sam Ace Things with Sam Sauce. And thanks for listening to Spill the Sauce Podcast. Alright, now it's recording. What's up, dude? Howdy. We got the boy Roddy in the house. So, What's going on, Doug? Not much, just, you know, getting ready to hang out with dudes now for, like, a little bit of time. <laughs> are we are we live? We're live. We're definitely we? live. Yeah, yeah. We, we, well, if we anybody... live reporting yes. from Minnesota. You got uh, you got Roddy's backroom casting couch right behind him. I'm sure that <laughs> thing has seen some words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I get that joke. Like, every time anyone comes to my studio, they're like, so is this, like, your, your casting couch? Yeah, where's everyone looking at the, like like, the music to start playing? This is the one I have for you. Say up, Sammy. I mean, if you yeah. it, like, if you know, flattens up, and I have an air mattress you can throw on too, and like, no room for me and Billy there. Ain't no bang. Is that, is that how Roddy does all his interviews? He's like, all right, I'm having to sit on that couch, and let's take off your jacket real quick. Got to see how you handle the podcast. <laughs> and like, oh no, that's how it starts. <laughs> yeah, how does things? It's the new year. Um, you're self-employed 100%. Do you want to yeah, just touch yeah. base lightly on, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, like, that, that's pretty big. You know, that's pretty much, like, the whole thing. Like, I'm just, like, full-time saucy now. It's crazy. What's uh? What's been... Can you hear us? Yeah. Uh, what's, I'm just going to join Sam. Ooh, there you go. I have water too. I'll join. I got some scotch. It's Lafroy. Oh. Ten. Oh, I thought that was like a big water can. Yeah, me too. I thought you had like a water jug or something. I was like, what a cool cooler. I've been crushing some Belgian strong ale Duvals tonight, Ooh. feeling no pain. What's been? Um, I was gonna ask you. What's been like a like a challenge you've come across recently that was like something new? As far as like running, I don't money, like running, I mean, you know, obviously, like saying, like, what a real fucking answer, though. What a way to be real. That was a, that was a real answer. That is a real answer. You're gonna get. I have no money. I always yeah. think to that first episode we did with Roddy when he's telling us about that, like someone he hired, they were cutting mangoes for him, and then when they cut their finger, he was like, "But that's my mango." <laughs> that's real. That's the truth, though. That's yeah. the truth. Yeah. Like it is what it is, man. My mango is fucking gone. You know, your skin's gonna grow back eventually. Six months or so, you, your finger will be alright, but. My mango's gone, but sick man. I mean, you're you're in the studio now. What's how's the studio looking? Eighty percent, seventy percent. How's it set up? Well, so this place is like just working as a storage site, okay. And where my computer is set up, and like my printers, and like my label machine, and all that. So like, do like most of my fulfillment operations out of here, and then like all of my market materials are here too, and empty bottles, and full bottles, and like more stuff. And then in this same building, two floors up is where I'm going to have the kitchen. That's uh, 40% there. Okay. Okay. It should be running by like April of this year. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, that's what we were talking about, Billy, the other day. Like I was asking, you know, like worst case scenario, when's that up and running? He's just like, I like April. I'm like, fuck, that sounds amazing. I thought that shit could be. Well, you have yeah, been yeah, working yeah. on this for quite some time. Yeah, I even had to move locations once. So yeah. I was going to do it in the building next door to this one. But um, so that room that I was going to use for the kitchen was like a bare bones space. And then the management 
team told me they the new spot opened up here and this one has all the electrical all the ele- the electrical upgrade needed and that i was gonna save like 50 grand and they're like do you wanna and i was like you said 50 grand that i don't have to pay for i was like sign me up like you know you're sold you don't have to tell me anything else like let's take it and then are you still going to like keep your studio you have now with it or just yeah you know, bang, bang, so yeah. yeah i'm gonna keep this down here and it's gonna be like again like the main fulfillment center like online orders and like market and everything like it's all gonna come Store down from here fine. yeah because of the fact that like i plan on sharing the kitchen with some people every now and then so i'd rather like keep both things separate one of their for just cooking and like other stuff and then down here for like the the boring side of the work side of things that's what's up man i, I mean uh, that's, that's definitely a challenge that you're tackling on dude i mean Again, like big props is like a big fucking uh, uh, a big like fucking jump. That's this. That's pretty fucking cool, man. Having your own space is uh, no joke. Every every time you mention, I was telling this to Sam before. Every time you mention like the like the monetary values that you deal with, you're just saying like you save fifty grand. I'm just thinking that's what someone makes in a year, man. <laughs> like that's like, like that's, that's crazy. That's what I used to make yeah. in a year in my in my daytime job. That's crazy. Like I had just gotten promoted, and they were like, "Oh, you're gonna make fifty five thousand dollars a year," and I was like, "Oh, that's sweet." And then I was like, two weeks after, I was like, "Yeah, I can't be here anymore. Like, I can't wait a little longer. I have to leave." And like, the truth is that I went from like having a, a paycheck every two weeks to like not having like any money on my own bank account. In I don't know, it's been I quit November twenty sixth, so it's been oh my god, it's been almost two months now. <laughs> that was officially like your last day or that's when you my, told my last day my last day in the office was november 26 so i'm sure like what monica every day is just like all right roddy here's your allowance today yeah. here's, here's your i used today. to have an allowance now i have no allowance now it's like listen motherfucker you need to bring in some money to this house if you want to keep eating <laughs> yeah now, now the allowance goes to getting that extra fucking uh like tub of peppers with extra tub of like fucking produce <laughs> that's where the allowance goes now i just gotta pick up some extra yeah. butter in the house that's, I need those mangoes. For real. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. Dude. Buying out-of-season mangoes? Mangoes? It's so expensive. Oh, dude. It's, it's insane, right? Have you yeah. ever considered getting, like, you know, some um, aseptic fruit purees of just, like, you know, like, really, really good stuff that's, like, no additives, no nothing, just straight up? I haven't, I haven't like, looked into it, but I, I don't know. Like, I've thought about it. I just, there's a certain, like, I make mango juice when I'm cooking my sauce, and the way that I make my mango juice is by literally peeling the mango and with my bare hands squeezing the mango and just like drinking what comes out of it in the bottom of a bowl. You know, for you. Well, yeah, me, Monica, like I give it to Melanie, like yeah, it's like the first time Monica drank it, she was like, "This is the manliest fucking juice I've drank." I saw you make this juice literally with your bare hands, (laughs) so yeah. For for everyone listening, that's not what Riley does to fill his hot sauce uh, with mango juice. He is not squeezing his hands. I'm sure he has a more efficient, more efficient way. Yeah. That'd be pretty crazy if walking on Riley like surprise, you he's like crushing mangoes. That shit, like thirty bucks a bottle. Yeah, don't let the, the health department listen to that. Like, no, no, no. It's, 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 there's it's processes and, and, and sanitize, sanitary practices involved. No, they're, they're totally he's using my own juice. No, they're totally like you know, grapes and wine style. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's, that's it's, wild, dude. It's it's a hundred percent sanitary, man. Just, that person cutting Roddy's mangoes is only missing a finger or two. It's not too bad. <laughs> but yeah. uh, hey, we haven't had we haven't had any accidents so far. 
Do you have one of those signs on your walls like like 300 days without accident? I'm going to get those one for when I have my own kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Those are like very encouraging because you don't want to fuck up. I think that's what those are there. Yeah. All right. Dude. And you just leave it at zero every day. I mean, <laughs> the, the ones that have like all my old jobs are like pretty effective. You always look at it. You're like, fuck, I don't want to be that one guy who like has to like go up there and put like zero on it because mm-hmm. everyone's bonus is gone or whatever. But today we're going to go a little bit off topic. Not so much off topic. Eh, pretty off topic, actually. I don't know how off topic it is. I'm just going to say it. So today okay. we're going to talk about something that we all deal with, but it's not necessarily in our brands. So we're going to talk music today. Oh. And how it kind of relates. For example, hot sauce people are always like either metal heads or like, you know, super hardcore heads. So like want to get into that a little bit and how come it differs and all that. So, so, and so. So what we have here is two metal heads and a guy who kind of says he listens to everything, even though Sam kind of hates that. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know where to start with music, man. Do like, do we go like influences? Like, I know Sam plays guitar. I play drums. Roddy sings. Like, so. Roddy I play guitars too. I play guitar and bass. Oh shit! I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I, I had no clue, but that's pretty awesome, though. Damn guitar. Yeah. And, and you can sing, so you don't need anyone then. Well, singing is one thing. I feel like what I do is different. There's there's levels. <laughs> All right, come are come you, on, are, Billy. Are, are, you're, are, you're talking to metalheads, you need, and like. Yesterday, I actually got corrected. I'm not a screamer. I'm a growler. Yeah, because, like, my vocals are a lot more like... Scream. No. That's, like, the ninja kick, fighting ninjas and shit. Like, death, core, scream, all stuff. Like, I'm, like, nitty-gritty, get some dirt, get some growl. Like, you got some hair on your peaches? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. See, honestly, I don't like that kind of, like, singing either. Like, when it's, like, that higher, like, you know... Rah! like screaming the whole time like, to me it feels like 12 year old me was like so into it and that was cool then it's been a minute like if you're if you're gonna if you say you're gonna you sing metal you better give me some like deep growls in there and like some raspy you know heavy vocals no none of that high high pitch stuff so, <laughs> so, so 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 drop some influences on us early on what are some of our favorite bands early on I have to, so my musical like interest started like my own very individual, like, you know, when you branch out from your parents' music mm-hmm. interest, like when I first started to branch out, I was really into like 50 Cent, Eminem, like I was like heavy into like, you know, I was 12 listening to like uh, Get Rich or Die Trying or The Massacre by uh, the album yeah. by <laughs> 50 Cent and just jam into it. And then one cousin, one of my cousins came out, came by with Meteora by Linkin Park and he was like can you make me a copy of this and I was like what is this and he was like it's some metal and I was like this is BS like I don't want this and then while I was making a copy it started playing and then Mike Shinoda started rapping and I was like oh hold up like I like this so it was it was a, like the door openings like a whole new world of music oh, and then it just went like <laughs> downhill from there dude it was amazing and then, like, as far as, like, my early start, I was very, my, my family was very, it's very religious still. So I was very afraid of things. <laughs> so going from, like, Lincoln Parks, like, Marilyn Manson, Korn, Slipknot, like, Slayer, Mastodon, Megadeth, like, it was all very, like, ooh, like, I'm, I need to be careful where I'm tapping into, like, you know. Um, but then, like, I feel like my taste for metal started to just dark, get darker and deeper as time progressed 
now like we need to talk you know like uh, behemoth um cannibal corpse slayer is still like a very a very big influence on me um slaughter to prevail uh i'm on a mars like it's just such a varied thing I, I just i'm a metal guy like honestly like that's all i do Pretty much, like. clearly not. You listen to Fifty Cent. I, th- I think I personally think Get Rich or Die Trans like one of the best albums of like like the two thousands for sure. It's it's fucking yeah. Great. I th- it's, it's yeah. One what of about the- like I was down with that uh that uh oh that dirty South shit. You know, back yeah. that ass up. You know, some of that like dirty Louisiana. Some juvenile like Lil Wayne. Some juvenile. That was a too. bang in album. Like. That was fire. I had I had a similar experience to like Roddy too. Like I, the, I remember like when I first came here, like on the plane, they were playing Fifty Cent, which is weird. Thinking back about it now, but I'm pretty sure it was censored. It was on the plane, and then the second we landed, I was like, I need to like listen to this. Like I need to. Listen Did you to say this. they were playing music on a plane? Yeah, and and the, and back was then, it like someone was playing it or like oh no no, no. So, so you get these like you plug into your seat. It's like the way you watch movies. Okay, okay, like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, no, 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 I, yeah, yeah. No, that'd be kind of weird if you're like just the guy next to you is like Bubba Fifty Cent. Like that'd be kind of fucking weird on the plane. Yeah, no, it, was, it, was, it was like the old headsets, and it was an old headset actually back in the day. Like the airplanes, you have to have two plugs going to the same seat to get right and left. There's two plugs, not just one. So that's how ghetto it is. And they had like I a Lego kind of thing that like makes them go together. It's pretty cool, but yeah, no, that, that was definitely like early on. Like my earliest memories of like airplane headsets were those like that were you can tell were like Fifty Cent made. Like, you know, like yep. the price of it. And they were like a string of a wire with two like little air piece, like ear pieces. Exactly. Yeah. Even, even the tags is made in China. On it. Like it's, it's that, like it's that <laughs> cheap. Like it's, it's pretty fucking cheap. Yeah. Those things are well, all I guess to mention back, so you're saying when you're kind of branching off, you know, the music you're listening with your folks, obviously, you know, you're from the Dominican Republic. What did you really grow up listening to? Do you remember, like, what was that like before you started venturing onto your own stuff? You know, your gangsta thug self. My dad is, like, heavy into old Mexican music. Oh. So, like, Marco Antonio Solís. Marco Antonio Solís, Jose Jose, like, you know, like, and it's very, like, uh, ballads-style mm-hmm. music. And then also, like, local Dominican music, be it, like, bachata or merengue and salsa. But never like so. When I started listening to like newer stuff that was like out of the country, it was in a different language and it was in a, in a genre that the country didn't mess with. It went to be everyone was like, "Oh, like what the hell is up with this kid now? Like who is that? You know, like because like once I got into it, I would just like blast it out of the speakers of my house and open all the windows, and the entire house was like. <laughs> And everyone would be like, what the fuck is going on in that house now? Because, <laughs> like, awesome, I mean, it's kind of neat. I'm sure today it's a lot different than, you know, 20 something years ago. But like in Indonesia, where my hey, heart is. I'm not that old. From. <laughs> well, it's like, it's like <laughs> metal's huge in, you know, South America, like yeah. Asia, like more indigenous areas. I mean, like, I feel like we get really cool concerts in the U.S., but fucking South America or even like Asia, Europe, they're getting the big yeah. underground, like death. Even, even down in the Caribbean, the, the, the local scene has grown. Yeah. There's a lot of local metal bands are in Spanish, Dominican metal bands, and it's amazing Like to see how like culturally, I feel like the internet has helped too, and those interests have like 
expanded globally because like everyone has access to everything right now so it has helped the local music scene like sorry for people like me to just get into that kind of music and and now you can find it everywhere it's not just like we're not you know different countries are not just locked into yeah. like their own music and, and and roots they they can expand which is like pretty much like accepted to me metal was it's very european actually like you know a true cold black metal started yeah. like in norway burning churches in 92 uh you know like <laughs> with bark vickerness killing euronymous <laughs> got a double hornet yeah you seen that movie right the yeah. documentary it's like a lot of it was like overplayed to be more better for cinema but a lot of the details are factual so it was it was pretty cool to see it um yeah dude let's make necklaces out of brain uh skull fragments i mean let's have yeah. a good time I, I i agree with that like in both ways like a lot of like like here growing up in california like a lot of like middle school high school like college like mostly latino like populated like 80 percent of our class like latino I remember like a lot of like punk or like metal Latino kids because they really fucking like rep it. They're like full skinny jeans, fucking Vans that are like from fucking 80 years ago, you know, like a fucking uh, Def Leppard. Like they go the full way. So it's like real. And then also like it's true, like a lot of like white kids too, like Europeans. So like a lot of them will be like into soup, like like, like they're like really into like fucking metal. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. know this, but like, do you guys know who like Max Martin is? He, no. he He's like the brain behind like Britney Spears and like all these like all these like pop artists. Fun fact, he's like a metalhead. He used to be in a metal band. Like crazy, huh. crazy metal bands. Back in like the nineties and then out of nowhere started like writing like pop music and became like one of the greatest like producers ever. Just fun fact. You, know, like, you said you wanted to go a little off topic today and go into music rather than sauce. But I, I do have to like circle back into that. When I started this, I wanted to somehow incorporate my artwork with my musical interest into the brand of sauce that I wanted to create. And I was like, I don't know if I want to like bring that kind of like attention to it. Like, I don't know if that's how I want to start. And I was like, kind of like iffy about it. And then I created a company. I started the brand. I designed all this other stuff. It was very bright, very family friendly, very everything. And then I came across two accounts, Sam's account and then Ross. Yeah. And like Sam is an angel in front of Ross. Ross is straight up like, oh, this is my satanic hot sauce with a satanic <laughs> beagle. And like uh, inverted crosses all over his thing and i was, I was like, like well what the no, fuck like no. i could have started like this yeah i was like i could have done this <laughs> but hey it was still a change you, you wanted to like incorporate like your music and all that stuff i mean what directions were you thinking outside of you know like the imagery it was more like the imagery and like okay. probably like names of like the sauces it would have been like you know like satan's blood or something rather than oh, like yeah. oh heat, summer heat which is a banger <laughs> Yeah, like Purple Flame. <laughs> Actually, Purple Flame is the Prince. the first line of Behemoth uh, uh, Bartzabel from their album, I Love Joe Your Darkest. It's a, like a metal ballad, and it starts like, Oh, Purple Flame! Oh, we're just like, and I was like, this is sick. Monica had recommended the name, and I was like, ah, it sounds so like whatever. And then I heard it in this song, and I was like, oh, it, it, it got validated by a band. It's, it's so going to be that name now. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to say Prince, like Purple Rain, Purple Flame. <laughs> people, yeah, that's, people, that's what I was thinking. The too, amount of people, yeah. That. yeah. Everyone always asks me that, and I'm like, no, not not even remotely. Cool if someone's like, oh, Purple Flame, like Purple Rain, just go, yeah. And then they'll be like, that's, that's awesome. I get the Prince fans, and I get uh, um, Hendrix fans. Is it like Purple Haze, like... And I'm like, 
I mean, Sam, if you wanna. Sam, Sam is from uh, Sam is from where Prince is from. Minneapolis. Uh, no, Sam's from Minnesota. I think he's from Minneapolis. Never mind. Way off. I'm so off. That was a complete. That was completely wrong. Maybe. Hey, is like, Minneapolis and St. Paul? It's like hour and forty minutes. Well, there we go. It's not too bad. That's not too bad. I think. I think we all That's try like to go a little bit. Like, fucking Trader Joe's for you, Billy, in San Diego. Yeah. Fuck all that. Fuck Trader Joe's. No, I'm just kidding. They didn't do anything wrong. It was actually pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> no, no beef. No beef. I was. I was gonna say like we all kind of incorporate like a little bit of like music into like i think our brands i think it's a good point like kind of sam and ross sam embraced it like 100 percent. sam's like i don't give a fuck i'm full you know i'm fucking putting my fucking foot down i'm doing it we're full out metal heads so i think sam brings up metal at least every episode at least once <laughs> like talk about metal in some kind of way <laughs> so much on and in social media and sometimes i'm playful with music i use for reels on instagram but i do notice every time i flex like really brutal metal see the followers drop on this <laughs> i do so too like i you know like on some days like i actually i feel like la muerte my dad that one sauce like is the the gateway into that and i when i post about it i use like like metal clips for like the reels or like the stories and stuff and i get away with it um i remember when i hit like uh 666 followers sam was like hell yeah post it and i was like no nah. like <laughs> i was like i don't know that, that, that I was cool. like, let me just keep growing instead of like, you know, scaring away some people right now. It sucks because we obviously, you know, we, we appreciate all the support, but also we are very individual. We're specific. We're passionate in ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can't hide my personality too much. Like, I'm, I like, I will comment on just about anyone who follows me. And it's not automated because I don't know how to do that. But I'm just like, hey, thanks for the support. Really appreciate it fucking blast five metal fingers at them just so you get Wait, hello. sort of an interaction you actually do that you, I do you that. talk to like everyone i thought about doing that sometimes with certain accounts like i got some this have you guys watched um best ever review show the food review show on on uh youtube no. it's a guy from minnesota actually his name is son sonny some like tall blonde white dude that wears a bandana always. Oh, Not Sam. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send yeah, me yeah. a little link of that. I probably have caught it. Yeah. You've definitely he seen films, it. You've definitely seen it. Yeah, yeah. He films with some other guy, some Asian guy. I don't remember his name. He followed me on Instagram, and I immediately sent him a message like, "Yo, I love your show. I love when you popped up. Like, well, like, I would love to send you some sauce." And he sent me his address. Like, yeah, like you know, we appreciate it. Like, well, like, so I sent him some stuff. Like, he's having like. I don't know if you got her, but, but yeah. Like, <laughs> that was, uh, <laughs> yeah, but like I, I, I do it with fun. some people. I'm like, hey, like you know, like did, thank did, you for following me. Like it, it means the world to me. Like I would love to like talk a little more did, and see what's up. But like, did you ship I don't it do, like random people? Did you ship it overseas? I'm just curious. No, so he has a like a warehouse situation in Texas. I see. I see. I was gonna say because I know they usually like shoot like overseas all the time, right? They're like in Asia, like every episode, yeah. right? Pretty much, like yeah. Hey, so they live in Asia. That's what I figured. I figured, like, if yeah. I know sometimes, it's like I've seen videos, like it's, it's a whole team of them, not just that one guy. It's like twenty. Of yeah, them. no, yeah. he he's got like twenty people. It's precisely. Yeah, that's, that's, um, that's right now. They're cool. shooting. They were shooting in Mexico. They were shooting in Minnesota. They were shooting some stuff in the U.S. They, were, they shot like a bunch of episodes in Texas too. And then he's like moving because of the fact. I, th- I think he was saying something about like COVID getting really bad in Indonesia, where he lives. I think. So he was like, I'm leaving here before they lock up the country, and then I'll come back whenever they open. <laughs> I'll come back <laughs> whenever they, that's, that's, that's on the yeah. like borders here by Tijuana. 
Um, <laughs> for real, that's what it's like here too. But um, go back to music. Music. Sam, how about you go? What what inspired you? What you listen to? I mean, what, what got you into it? Because I think we've all we've we've all done like a revolving door. Like originally growing up, my parents loved music and they liked good music. I remember sitting in front of this little stereo and I was a little kid, like you know, like kindergarten to like first grade, banging out like ZZ Top, like Aerosmith, um, and and, and I was just and like you know old kind of you know whether it was Poison or some like old kind of like power ballad stuff. But I loved ZZ Top. I thought Aerosmith was yeah. fucking sweet. And then, um, then it was like the big boom of like the century media, like the one cent CD things. This might be before your time, Randy. But yeah, we, one cent. What is that? Shit, you would send one fucking cent, and you could get like ten CDs, and that was it. And then there was like a subscription service where I was a little kid, and I was like. I'm going to fill out this postcard because my dad doesn't know what's going on, send it in with all these obscure bands, and we get like 30 CDs delivered, and then we're going to get a bill, and I'm just going to throw it away. Fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. That's that's what Netflix used to be back in the day, too. Netflix used to have to like get CDs mailed to you in the mail. Yep. Yep. I I remember that. I'm I'm from around that time. I remember when Netflix used to come in the mail. Yeah, that shit was insane. But it was cool because even at then, I was... You know, maybe there was shit on MTV like Blues Traveler or like, you know, Sublime or goofy, uh, goofy songs that were for an artist that I was familiar with one. You're talking about when when MTV was actually about music. I remember like like back in the DR, I would watch like cable TV and I would always end up on either MTV or VH1 is a Mm -hmm. channel. Mm -hmm. On VH1, I discovered Poison uh scorpions like a lot of aerosmith like you know the classics good shit and it was sweet because then i was really opening doors to just like anything um and then i got real into kind of like thug hip-hop shit um like a lot of juvenile (laughs) i loved big pun he was like my dude and i just loved it i was like a little gangbanger in like you know like third fourth grade and then i was driving around with my stepbrother and he was listening to sticks greatest hits and the song Renegade came out, and I'm like, this is the heaviest fucking thing I have ever heard. Like, it was just, like, changed my life. And then I started getting into, like, more hard rock. And then it was, like, you know, Iced Earth, Blind Guardian, Symphony X, more melodic European stuff. And then it was just, like, let's go as heavy as you can. Then it was, like, Bird Flash, Lord Gore, Cryptopsy, Beheaded, um, like, this crazy obscure shit. And then it was like, you know, like more like thrash metal and then death metal and then like black metal. And then now it's kind of going to like more like, you know, groovy, psychedelic doom metal. But then again, I love a lot of goofy shit like Beck. Beck's fucking awesome. A lot of his shit. I'm like, I'm like a sucker for some cheesy fucking Euro pop. Not like shit that plays on the radio around here, but if it's all actual instruments that are catchy as fuck, I'm like, yeah, I'm a sucker for that shit, dude. So it gets wild, man. I listen to truly a lot of shit now. Um, yeah, dude, it's it's a wild ride. 
That was a fucking roller coaster of genres there, Sam. Holy <laughs> shit! I just I feel like I just walked through an entire fucking catalog. Of like, when people know me, and they're like, "You're a metal dude. You're like the happiest metal guy I've ever met." I'm like, "Well, I am a metal dude, but I like a lot of goofy shit. Like, truly, you know, I'm telling you, there's that's something. A, that's with- a misconception, though. Like, I and, and Monica talks about it all the time about me. She goes like, "If people meet you, they don't know that when you put on your headphones, the world is fucking ending in it." And I'm like, yeah, no, like, because I'm a bright person. But again, like, there's, I feel, I remember, like, peaking in, like, my metal scene one time. In 2016, I went to see Ailstorm with Aether Realm, Necrogoblicon, and a few other local bands here in Philly. And when Necrogoblicon was playing, this one guy threw an elbow and broke somebody's nose in the pit. Oh, my God. And it was like, I was right behind him. And in the pit, we just saw him drop, and the pit kind of, like, opened up, and we picked this guy up. The guy that broke his nose, like, looked at him, like, yo, are you good? And he was like, yeah, yeah, we're all good, dude. Like, like they hugged it out and kept going at it. And I'm like, this is the most beautiful thing I have seen. In the metal community, we enjoy the aggressiveness of the music. But, dude, your homework, Corpse Grinder, from the band Cannibal Corpse, I Come Blood, uh, <laughs> like, all these, like face. yeah, like hammer smash face, like all these like titles of his songs and the imagery and the music and stuff. The guy collects toys that he buys at Target, and he loves stuffed animals. And like you, you like you look at the guy and you're like, he's killed half a town and has done like three lifetime sentences. But you talk to him, he's a a fucking kid. A kid in like a six five loving dude. Yeah. Like Corpse Grinder. His fucking nickname is Corpse Grinder. You hear him, and he talks like this. Like, you know, he's so fucked up, like his throat just like messed up already. It's bigger than my thigh. It's insane. The man does not fit in anything but a t-shirt because his neck is the side of you know, like this size. But like long story. Metalheads are like loving people. I agree. There's There's angry people in everywhere, though. Like you know, no, there's people. Sure. That, yeah, and I, I don't, I don't agree with that. Metalheads are always angry. That's such bullshit. I don't, I don't like. I don't agree with that one bit. Yeah, I don't agree with that. At all. I don't like extremists when they're like in the wrong place. But when we're at a concert, yes, you probably got a meme face on, but inside we're like a little. Yeah, I show up to my concerts in all of my gear, face painted, like, like corpse paint and everything, and like everything, the whole gear, like you know, like, hey, what's up? Like it's me, like ah, oh, you know, like it's you know. But again, like I was saying, I don't like extremists. There's extremists in like everything, and you're gonna have that one guy who goes like, "No, if you're like true metal, like you know, metal is this, and like I'm only gonna drink like the blood of this dog that I'm gonna kill, and like you know, I'm not gonna talk about like anything but you know, death today." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, like, yeah, it's, fuck off, buddy. You know, the fuck out of here. Those are the dudes you have to like avoid. I'm like, yeah, you do you. Like, I'm just gonna go this way. What about you then, Billy? I mean, obviously, you know, you say you listen to everything. So, you know, Britney Spears, um, Christina Aguilera. Big fan. big fan. Yeah, so. I'm not a big fan of Christina. She's a bitch. Uh, Taylor Swift's way better. Oof. That's, hey, I like Taylor Swift. Oh, T-Swift's some albums. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get so much hate on this, but to me, Taylor Swift has a top 10 song of all time. Like of all Look, like, what you made me do. No, this, this, you know the song "Shake It Off," and it's funny enough. It's written oh, by yeah, guy Max so Martin. I, I, I think dude. I'm not even I'm not even trying to joke or like be any kind of funny. I really believe "Shake It Off" is a top ten all time song. Production. And I music. think she hits it up real well with the catchiness of it, 
everyone will dance to it. So that's that's what if makes ever, it so if good. If you ever listen to Shake It's like top ten with like Ting Tings. Uh, that's not my name. It's like right. Up. If you ever listen to Shake It Off, listen to the snare. The production is so oh, good. You can you can hear the, you can hear like the sound of a drumstick pulling back off the snare. Like that's how I know it's like fake and it's digitalized. Like I understand all that, but like it's just how amazing it is. But I kind of had like a similar thing like Roddy. I kind of started getting into music like super late. I think when I was like fourteen or like fifteen, I really started getting into music. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what it was, I think all my friends were in band, but I wasn't. Like, literally all all my friends, like, freshman year of high school were all in band, and I wasn't. And I think, if I remember right, we were going to start a band, and they were like, well, dude, you got to know how to play an instrument. I was like, well, I'll join band, fuck it. I think I just started showing up to band. Like, just I wasn't even in class. I just started, like, showing up, like, going in. And they were like, no, like, you have to actually sign up and get in. But it's pretty much how I got into it. I remember some of, like, the first things, like, I listened to early on. Uh, and I have to, like, typical things, like Zeppelin, Sabbath, like, all that typical shit where you're, like... I remember when I first heard. How did Sabbath. we not talk about Sabbath before? Yeah, that's yeah, that, and, and that's I'm my point. And, and, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear it. Metalheads never, <laughs> never mention Sabbath. You guys never mention Sabbath. You guys mention. Wait, which Sabbath though? Are you talking about Dio Sabbath? No, no, fuck or, Dio. Fuck, or Aussie? We're not, fuck Dio. Dio could fuck Dio. No, no, no. I'm not talking. I'm not talking Temple of the King. All that shit. I'm talking like early Sabbath with fucking like Geezer on bass with fucking Tony missing like three fucking fingers and six knuckles. Like, I'm talking fucking Bill Ward, who's the fucking one of the best drummers of all time, and Ozzy, who's probably one of the greatest lead singers of all time. Dio could fuck off. No, I'm talking about like that Sabbath. Like that uh, Sabbath to me is like one of the best bands of all time. It's, it's just Dude, like, I love Aussie. You're gonna get more fucking metal clout than us knuckleheads tonight, Billy. Think about it. It's from like 50 years ago. There's like effects weren't the same as they were back then. But even if you listen to it now, like you still get fucking like goosebumps. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. Like oh, like like when NIB comes in and the bass is just fucking kicking in. You're like, whoo. You're like, there goes that shit coming out of my ass. Like that's fucking Sabbath. Like you're just loving mm-hmm. it all the time. But stuff like that was always early on, and then. I got lucky because I played drums and then the music teacher at my high school, she like wanted to get a different job. And the guy who replaced her was like this super insanely cool drummer from like the bay, like where I'm from. And he started putting me on game. He's like, when it comes to metal, you listen to this. When it comes to rock, you listen to this. When it comes to jazz, you listen to this. And you listen to this and you do this, you listen to this. So I literally grew up like probably like four years of high school, like just listening to everything. like. I've been in salsa bands. I played in like the Latin All Stars before. Like I played it all. I mean, I played like all. So like, it's, it's so like that's why like, I always say like I listen to it all, even though Sam kind of like low key hates that. You know, okay, I don't remember. I'd like to touch base on that. Right I don't remember the name of the account, but if you dig deep enough, there's a YouTube channel out there. Some tall, skinny, white dude out there who made a lot of like reviews of like pedals and like guitars and stuff and the amps. And there's a few videos of him and his band playing. Some dude from Minnesota. So some like really like, you know, crazy teenage Midwestern stuff. Someone commented on one. Someone commented on one of my YouTube videos, and I'm like, who is this person? And I click through, and I'm like, he looks so familiar. <laughs> this motherfucker right here. out there, Billy. It's this guy right fucking here. I'm telling you. Yeah. You got anything on YouTube, Bill? I do actually, for real. I, I do. I Let's swap it. So mine's just Death Throned. It's a D E A T H R O N E D. And it's like, 
like 2005, 2009. Oh, you're talking about like um, band names? Oh, I have, yeah. If you want band names, I got you. So, the, so one of the bands I was in used to be three of us. The, our first name was the Triangle Musical, the Triangular Musical. Oh, hold on. The, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, it's called the Musical Triangle of Fusion. Way too okay. long, way too long at shows. No one could ever know what the fuck we're talking about. Had to switch it up to like some other weird band name. I was like in a country band one time. We we're called Pick and Chicken. That was pretty badass. That was pretty fire. Did you say bacon chicken? No, pick and chicken. Like pick, like guitar pick. Oh. Like pick, letter N, like apostrophe, chicken. It was, it was pretty badass. Yeah. Those guys were pretty rad. Nice. And then some of like the other jazz bands, like like pretty lame names, like Billy and the, like, the Fournettes. And you're like, ooh, like just some weird <laughs> shit. But yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's pretty rad. And then, um, I don't know. But then when it came to like metal and rock, like I could never like really dig that deep in. I think as far as I would go, and I think Sam listened to this band too, is Electric Wizard. It's like it's as deep as I could go in. Do you listen to Electric Wizard? Electric Ra- Ra- Wizard's got some it fucking slaps. It slaps, yeah, for sure. That, that, that stuff goes so hard to me. Like that kind of metal to me goes kind of cool because like it's groovy. It's like I mean, it's heavy octave fuzz for all those guitar riffs. It's it just fuzz. It's just, like, it's really, just fuzz. Yeah, but but it's pretty badass. It's it's pretty like tight too. For me, for me, I was like, I, I was, like, I wasn't one of those band kids. I was always like, oh, metal sucks and all that. Because, like, if people listen to it, it's good. Like, it just, it is what it is. If people listen to it, someone likes it, it's good. A lot of my friends were like that. It was kind of lame. So, kind of, like, always drew me away from, like, going, like, classical or, like, more, like, getting, like, actual, like, training. Thank God, and it pushed me to rock. And then I remember, like, from, like, cedar year and on. I was full on like hardcore kid, straight edge. I mean, I'm talking like Black Flag. I used to draw like X's on my hands all the time. Shaved head every like every couple of days. So it was like uh, I was pretty pretty hardcore for a while. And then uh, as you get into the, uh, the more of an adult you become, like the softer <laughs> the stuff you start to listen to becomes. Now I'm like Sam, I'm starting to get more into like pop music again, like <laughs> like well, softer stuff. <laughs> Too loud. <laughs> it's just, it's, okay. it is like when that you were too. saying, you know, with like your experience musically, you have like you got you got a lot of like you know experience. I mean, you've played more genres than us, which which is great because you can you know show more appreciation on that. Oh, when you're talking about in like high school, when your instructors were saying, you know, if you're in a rock, listen to this band. If you're in a metal, listen to this band. What were they really saying when they were saying jazz? Was oh. it like you know, cool train, or I mean, what kind of jazz direction were they going with? That that was he. He was definitely like a big like jazz head. I think, personally, in my opinion, I think jazz is like the greatest like American music of all time because it, it, it is what it is. Like it was it was born Dang. here. It, it it is like our music, right? But then like you go like Coltrane, Miles Davis. You could dig like really deep. Um, if you listen to like late Miles Davis, it's like electronic as he started to go crazy. So it's like pretty fun music. Fun story about Miles Davis. I don't know if this is a true story, but like back in like the 30s when like the racism was going on, he used to be such a fucking badass. He was eating fried chicken in the back of a taxi while this girl was giving him a blowjob, signing a record deal. Like that's, like that's how crazy like these guys were. Monk, I don't even think he got away with that shit. Like crazy. Yeah, like this is a Thelonious Monk too. Like some of these weird guys were like just fucking like drink and smoke all day and just like make amazing music but like they were like the hendrix but but jazz instead of like hard rock or whatever you describe because he was fucking out there and these jazz guys they were fucking out there but they were like more cleaned image i think a, a good album like i always recommend for anyone 
is by this guy named Eric Dolphy. It's called Out to Lunch. And it's the fucking craziest thing you've ever heard. I would say it's like the metal of jazz. It's not like there's no distortion, like no fuzz or anything, but it's like just weird type signatures. It's like a 9.5 and then like, or like 9.4 and it's just, it just keeps like switching. And it's like just a bunch of weird shit. It's a bunch of cool shit. I, I, I like jazz personally because you get a lot of room to like be yourself. Yep. You pretty much like just, you literally play a song for like two seconds and then for the next 25 minutes, you're just playing whatever comes out of your ass. Is literally what it is. Or it has time for everybody to showcase something because it's like, you know, everything is skewed out to a degree. It's like the drummer is going to have this amount of time to, you know, elaborate on the guitar. It's like, oh, okay, now it's my time to jack off a little bit. If you ever have a jazz, if you ever like at a jazz show, player, yeah. and then trumpet, it's really fun and play super organic. If you ever like at a cafe, like you're on a date with a chick and like try to impress her, just look for the band leader to go like this. When he taps his head, you'd be like, watch out, baby. The song's going to kick back in now. And the, song, and the literally, the song's going to kick back in. Because that means, like, top. Like, we're going back to the top. And then everybody's like, watch, watch baby. The song's going to come back around for you. And it's like, ooh, comes back in. And then you're getting laid in the back of a taxi. Oh, it's curling already. Yeah. But it's sick. I think I think we all influence, like, our, like, brands, like, exactly each way we all describe. Like, how Roddy kind of grew up into, like, him what did what did your wife say when you put on your headphones you're killing is the end of the world in your headphones <laughs> yeah they, like the world is like falling apart inside of my headphones so sick how he kind of like ease in like he kind of like grew into that whereas like sam had like a very traditional like white of growing like zz top like listen to all although zz top super underrated i think it's very oh. underrated when you think of smooth i think it's easy top all the time it's just very very smooth for three old white easy tops bang and it's just that clean clean yeah that's what it is it's just it's like perfect it's shit like that but we did all and then like when uh when johnny lang came out i don't know if you guys heard him he was what like 15 fucking years old when he made that album lie to me i remember dry going to church with my dad and that was on it was like this young kid and it's a blue station and it was goosebumpy shit you're like what the fuck my dad's like you can be you and i'm like fuck He's like way older than me, but he was like a kid. But that shit's just bang and soulful, bluesy, a lot of emotion. But yeah, like that stuff was awesome. So yeah, my parents just loved music. My dad's like more blues and stuff. But my mom, like, you know, her favorite band's Aerosmith. And my dad, he was a big old biker dude. He owned his old motorcycle shop back in the day. Ooh. Massive fucking beards, you know. He used to like joke that him and uh, two of his other buddies used to go around bars in Rochester and, you know, say that it was easy top. No one would question them. <laughs> not, not that, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't do that if I were, if I were them. Uh, but, but I think like all of our music reflects like very much like into what we're saying. Like, like I was saying, like Roddy kind of eased into it. Sam kind of was like you know full gear all into it. Me, I'm kind of like all over the place. I don't know what genre is home for me. So kind of like landing all over the place. Now I know we usually end with the like the gas station question, but this is gonna kick to all three of us. I want you Ooh. to give out. Two bands or artists that like people should listen to. Roddy, go ahead. Roddy, Roddy, let her rip. Yeah, just like just not like your favorite, just like that you listen to right now, like whatever you listen to at the moment. It could be like an album or like an artist; it don't matter. If you want to get to know me as a person, with my current like precise musical interest, I highly recommend The Satanist by Behemoth. Okay. From 2014, 16, I think it is. One of the, the Satanists, the album from beginning to end is who I am as a person inside and sometimes outside. The album is just like 
so well done musically, vocally, lyrically. Everything is very well produced. The vocals are like rough, but also clean at the same time. There are there's 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 heavy male vocals are like you know you can't understand what's happening. All you hear is a but in this album, I feel like Nurgle's vocals, the, the lead singer, made it to a state where he can be clean and understood while having a very growly, heavy vocal uh, aspect. And I love that. That's awesome. That's what and, you describe it. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy awesome. everything about that album. And lyrically, it's very blasphemous. So it Even also better. gets me going in that aspect. Even better. Even better. <laughs> and... Okay, so Billy Eilish's last album. <laughs> hey, no, go it's with it. Go so with it. Good. It's, it's so good. It's so good. I haven't listened I love to it. Album. That's fair. And, and uh, ignore the album. This song, Happier Than Ever, hits in so it's many levels song. because it has that slow, like, acoustic intro with, like, her, like, lovely, like, soft voice. And then the the encore of the song brings me to like my teenage years of listening to like yo the first time I heard that song I remember I was with, I was on the phone with my band and I was like yo I just heard this song and I feel like I have to go to listen to the entire like discography by uh, My Chemical Romans Romans I need to listen to all their albums yeah. and then Panic at the Disco and like Alessana like uh, I was like it's so good it took you it's back got to that. that like it took me back okay, it good. gave me goosebumps. It, it made me feel warm, and I was like, oh, man, I remember being, like, 13 and crying listening to My Chemical Romance for, like, no reason. So that song hit a really soft spot in my heart, and I'm like, that's it's a freaking banger. And I just love her stuff. Like, She's awesome. I, yeah, and, her, like, her, her, and you know, her brother Phineas, like, every, the, the way he produces her songs and the way he makes everything, I love that dude. Like, he's a freaking musical genius. Yeah. Sammy, get on that guy. Not only on his music. Link. I'll check the shit. If I'll you go. take the time to like the look at his like interviews and like videos of like people asking him how he makes his music, how he comes up with the sounds that he makes and how he produces everything out of their like parents' house, it is just a freaking like mastermind and, and, and just mind blowing to see the things he can come up with out of like nothing really. I just love it. I agree. So those are my two like <laughs> complete separate separate ends right now. Like Billy Eilish and Phineas and then like Behemoth and the Satanist and the new album so kind of okay, but yeah. All right. Very That's good. That's a picks. long answer. <laughs> no no no. The Billy Eilish was a very, very strong pick. I was right on the Satanist because I'm gonna listen to it. Sam? Yes. Okay. Recently, um I would say the black angels um they're just like epiphany like black, like desert rock really easy listening to groovy as shit i'll be seeing them next month yeah the black angels um their song like the entrance song or like young men dead it just truly feels like you're just bombing down the road in the middle of a desert super just kind of like not like sludgy but i'd say like you know old desert rock like old queens of the stone age kind of vibe um, but still fairly new, Ooh, so people yeah. need to check them out. Um, otherwise, someone that people need to listen to is Dax Riggs, um, D-A-X-R-I-G-G-S. Um, he's the lead singer 
of acid bath um is uh he's been putting out a lot of things um a lot of different uh, like solo projects but he did an album called say goodnight to the world and it's just hits home i mean acid bath in my opinion created that like extreme sludge like doom louisiana new orleans style music metal because he had that crazy like vibrato voice but also just mean as shit um the other guitarist um created um goat whore um so he was doing a lot of like the super heavy heavy screaming but dax riggs is just super just an amazing musician at the end of the day so yeah dax riggs anything he does it's fucking solid and then uh yeah the black angels just some cool desert Roddy, are you familiar? Going with to the, cheat here. Are you familiar with the Black no, Angels? Sorry, Roddy? I am not. Okay, because I am familiar with Goat Horror. I was gonna say because Sam said it like five times, and then he said it a six, and your head turned. You're like, <gasps> I was like, did he no, just no, no, miss no, no, the no. first five times he said I, the name of this? No, band? <laughs> I, I just realized something, and I'm going to cheat and, and claim a special place in this podcast and say I need to add a third option go to ahead. this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ghost. Oh yeah, yeah. Metalheads, yeah. metalheads, metalheads metal hate Ghost because the world categorizes them as metal, and then metalheads are like, they're not fucking metal. They're like, they, they get rock. pissed because the imagery they produce it should be yes. like, like fucking Bushtushka stuff. If you give them the chance, they are so good. Okay. Musically, they're clean. They're like jazzy, poppy rock. That like, it's just like clean, catchy, like. Nice riffs, nice everything. Yeah, Lucifer. Yeah, but like, lyrically, it is the heaviest fucking thing. Like, my Monica calls it uh, satanic gospel, and I'm not allowed to like listen to it in the house because we're trying to like raise the kids religious-less and like give them the option to choose whenever they're like ready for that. And she's like, if we can't let our parents teach them the gospel, you cannot play your satanic gospel in the house. And I'm like, well, what the hell? <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's it's so good. Like, man, I, I like that on my Spotify just so I could revisit some of that shit because the last album yeah. I listened to them hard was in 2016, Ooh. and I really haven't touched base with them since. Dude, no, my gospel go-to from mm-hmm. Ghost is uh, "He Is." It's got that clean guitar tone at the beginning. Lyrically, it's just like beautiful. Um, "Mary on a Cross," uh, "Year Zero," "Ritual." Yo, I'm gonna share my playlist with you guys. Ghoulet, like jam. Ghoulet. Anyway, what do you got for us? Uh, Sam? I'm gonna give you a third one because Ryder took three. So take another one, Sam. Oh, it has to be like completely flesh. up, like left field. I oh, never mind. <laughs> it can be, I it mean, can be whatever you bird want. flesh is it's grind, grind, gore, like grind core, but grind gore super playful like i'm talking like old school napalm death style where some songs are like 15 seconds um but they have this one it's called <laughs> i won't even say it on here but yeah bird <laughs> flesh everything is extremely like like death uh, guttural screaming screaming at you but the drums are so poppy catchy the guitar riffs are solid um and you just start grooving a little bit but when you see like these guys on stage they all got like skeleton masks on and they're wearing dresses and you're like all right these guys aren't taking themselves that seriously but the music's fun as fuck 
um, yeah, like bird flesh, or if I could squeeze like Lord Gore for some like brutal gore grind music, no, that stuff's just straight gross. You need to shower afterwards, but the music is amazing. <laughs> he said he got a shower out. Someone bust out the phone. Oh, yeah, Lord Gore is like, like guttural, like, but yeah, cool shit, man. Pig that squealing. Was, that was that was you guys. You guys describe pig's stuff. dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pig the way you guys describe stuff is just hilarious to me. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with three as well. The first one I got is it's this rapper called Oh No, and it's O H space I know. He's a little brother of another producer, but Oh No goes super hard. It's not like your typical like rap that you would think at all it's pretty older it's from like the mid-2000s but it's pretty badass the album's called the disrupt it's pretty tight it's part one of my favorite rap albums of all time uh that's my own no and then another one i'm gonna go with have you guys ever heard of uh them crooked vultures no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah say, say you would know if you talk about like it's the guy from queen oh, of the yeah. age dave grawl and john paul jones from led zeppelin all three are in one band they made one album it's fucking amazing it's called them crooked vultures this shit is like Queens of the Stone Age, Foo Fighters, all that shit on crack. Like, they just turn it up to 10. And John Paul Jones is like fucking 80 years old by now. Like, he's still fucking playing, which is fucking amazing. So that's pretty cool. It's the second one. For the last one, I was going to go with another album. But when Sam says something about dresses, I'm going to take a different route. I'm going to go with a band called the New York Dolls. The New York Dolls is like this like seventies, eighties, like kinda like punkyish band that is like they're all these like New Yorkers, like typical actors and everything, would go on stage and dress in full on makeup. Before like glam and anything was all a thing. Like they just go on stage and be these hardcore dudes like, yeah, we're in fucking like dresses, so what? But it's like super, super hard music, it's super, super cool. It's pretty like controversial i'm pretty sure back in his days to be like in a, a new yorker just fucking like six five construction worker by day by nighttime you're fucking wearing a dress with lipstick it's pretty badass so that's something i actually i actually used to always listen to their albums like always make hot sauce just to get like fucking pumped up but yeah those are the three uh pretty pretty fun chit chat today boys talk a little music no peppers no sauce for once no nothing kind of Music's life man it's obviously it's to the core of everything i do like i, I always tell hannah like with, with COVID and shit going on, um, I haven't been to a concert in a long time. I just get a little stir crazy. I get a little something mm-hmm. like, I need to go see live music. I gotta stretch, get in it, maybe get beat up a little bit, but I fucking love it. It's like, I, I need it. I really do. Because, you know, when we're younger, and you don't have much, uh, you know, uh, responsibilities, it's like, you'd look at your local venues every single time there was a show going there, you'd go there. And then, you know, tickets were 30 bucks, you buy a shirt, maybe a hoodie, maybe an album, gas, food. It'd be like yeah. hundred bucks, hundred bucks, hundred bucks. Tickets are expensive these days. Oh yeah, tickets are fucking expensive. It's like two hundred bucks. Well, I'm not only that. Little it's tiny like, ones, like forty. Yeah. Like I'm seeing Wolves in the Throne Room next week, and I think the tickets are like thirty-eight Ooh, bucks. I saw them in 2018. <laughs> Pretty good stuff. Was it sweet? Yeah. Okay. Very, very super stoked. How sick was it, dude? Sure. <laughs> baby. But no, this was fantastic, Roddy. Um, this was super just, fun, man. Don't tell people how many times you've been on because they're gonna start getting jelly. But honestly, if people I'll want be back to next week, on, exactly. He'll, 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 yeah, exactly. Love if people wanted to like, like to talk. We're going to release an adjacent season to this podcast with just me. 
Screw it. Well, Roddy Files. The Roddy Files, exactly. <laughs> where next time, where the next time we'll have him and his kids just fucking bugging him like they did last time, which was which was hilarious, by the way. Roddy, Roddy's over here. They like, were they were doing that at the house right now, so I was like, I'm gonna go to my studio to take this podcast call, and I'll be back in an hour. Like just tomorrow. That shit was so funny. Last time. Time. so fucking cute. It was, just, it was. It was cute it and hilarious at the same time. It was. It was pretty awesome, man. Um, Roddy, if people want to go buy hot sauce or check out your stuff, where should they go? F A I Y A dot C O, Faya dot co. And like, you know, if you use spill the sauce code, I'm going to give you 20% off. Is that for real? Yeah, I'm going to make it a thing right now. All right. You know what? Let's, we'll, we'll all do it. Give me, give me the promo code. Let's make it something like shorter. Spill the sauce too long. We'll make it. Spill it. Spill Faya. All right, doing done. All right, so that'll be it. By the time this episode comes out, spill fire to get what is it? Twenty percent off. Twenty percent off all fire products. I'll match you on that. Everything. I'll match Everything. you on that. And all King Oil and Core products too. I'll match you on that with that same promo code. Fuck it, why not? We'll do it. Everyone, lo- uh, what I was gonna say, people who make sauce are for the kids. We're for the kids. Save twenty percent off. And I'm gonna leave it up until the end of the month. So you have twenty nine days. No, not nineteen days actually. All right, so it looks like we're going to post this episode next week, Sam. <laughs> Roddy just dictated that right now. <laughs> oh, wait. wait, 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 wait. No, no, it's good. It's like, good. When, it's good. We will. We will. When do you want it? Like, no, no, we'll, okay, I'll, let me know when it releases, and I'll make it a thing. We'll post it this week. We'll post it this week so that goes through. We'll give you more All time right, to, get, to get them in. So you heard that. Please go to Faya, F-A-I-Y-A, dot co or co? Dot co. Dot co. Like, so, like, you know, if people, like, some, I have to, like, say dot co or dot co. Because I could go, oh, are, do you miss the M? And I'm like, no, it's not .com, it's .co. Like, no, yeah. that, we, we don't want the M. The M stayed back in place. Only the Co came. Yeah. It's like those old like news shows, like Roddy and Co. Welcome to Roddy and Co. <laughs> but yeah, dude, thanks for joining us. It was super cool, man. Hopefully next time we'll have a, another topic we can fucking dig deep. I'm going to leave you with one last thing that happened at that concert in 2018. Uh-oh. I came home, you know, like how like teenage girls go like, oh my God, like Justin Bieber touched my face. And I'm not going to shower. What, what did you um, do? Nurgle from Behemoth spit blood on my face. Um, and I was like, I got blood on my face from Bert Nurgle. And I was like, <laughs> I went home with the blood still on my face. And I showed my wife like, oh my gosh, this blood is not mine. It got spit on me. <laughs> and she was like, you're fucking disgusting. Go shower. <laughs> If you're just tuning into this podcast, welcome back to the Roddy Gets in Fights Hour, where he's talking about how he came home to his wife and kids with a stain of blood from another man on his head. What a great, yes. great example there, Roddy. That was awesome. awesome. I had to uh, jump in on this because, you know, Roddy's, you know, starting to flex over here. If you use the code spill SOUSE on my page, that's 20% off, too. I'm just, you know, let's the gifts keep on coming. I, I can't let you one up. Buddy. I'll post Merry Christmas. Well, I'll post all the yeah. codes and everything along with this episode so everyone spill has it. And we'll put you gotta it figure out how to fucking spell it. We will. We'll get it. We'll, yeah, 20%. We'll, I'll do a quick dictionary spell check with my dog. She'll figure it out. <laughs> so the end of the month. Let's roll. I think that's That'd super be awesome. Cool. That'd be what's up. And then, and, then, and then how about this? We'll all link up together end of the month? Is it? All right. Let's do it. We'll come up with a different topic. Boys, take care. Roddy, go home to your family safe. Tell them we said hello. Sam, tell your family I said hello. Doggy, uh, Roddy, and Sam say hello, so get over it. I'll talk to you boys (laughs) later. Have a good night, guys. Awesome. Cheers, guys. Enjoy the weekend.